0: Before we start the show, just a word from our sponsor, Undeniable Press. For all your screen printing needs located in the Corktown District of Detroit, Michigan. If you ever need any t-shirts or any other little promo accessories, posters, or whatnot printed up for you, go to Undeniable Press. They're located, once again, in the Corktown District of Detroit, Michigan. And you can now uh, reach them at facebook.com slash undeniablepressdetroit. And those same guys who do und- Undeniable Press also have a clothing line called 20 by 20 Apparel. It's very much wrestling themed. All sorts of nostalgic themes in regards to the history of wrestling. And you can go check out their clothing line at 20x20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20, apparel.com. Now let's start the show. Fresh is the
1: world. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher and fresh, but you already know. You suckers is me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though we see your kicks and we laugh and yellin' what it goes. you see me shinin' like a suit on puppy you know my grind and shit is too strong buddy that's why the dude call money I be stuntin' like it's nothin' at all cause it's nothin' to me it's probably somethin' to y'all tryin' to smoke like me to come and fuck with your dog got a closet full of kicks you can't and a brush in the freshest. You can tell it's in my acting bitch you feed the way I'm ripping. Yes, I do the shit to death. Until I'm running out of breath, until somebody cut a jeopardy the way you know it's fresh, the way you know it's fresh. Fresh, we fresh. Fresh. Fresh fresh guy, let me we fresh. Fresh. Fresh fresh Welcome
0: to the Fresh's Word Podcast. The podcast about music, pro wrestling and MMA. I'm your host, Kay Fresh, and like always, we have a great show for you. But before we get into all of that, just want to remind you how you can support the podcast. You can always go to freshofthepodcast.com and just share any links that you see on the website on any of your social medias. That would be great. There is a link at the top of the website that says support the podcast. If you click on that link, there is a PayPal link that you can donate to. And there's also an Amazon link on that page. If you ever want to make any purchases on Amazon, use that link and it'll shoot back a little commission our way. It doesn't change anything on your end. You can also follow Fresh as the Word on Twitter and Instagram at Fresh is the Podcast 1. That's Fresh is the Podcast and the number 1. And on facebook at facebook.com slash fresh as the podcast and you can also follow subscribe uh to fresh the word on a various array of platforms itunes stitcher radio mixcloud soundcloud google play tune in just go to any of those websites and do a search for fresh as the word and the podcast will pop up give us a like a follow a subscribe whatever 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 it says on the website and uh Leave some feedback, a good review, five stars, whatever. This week's guest on the Freshers of the Word podcast is Layla Kay, the front woman from the Manchester, England-based band Sonic Boom 6. Sonic Boom 6 is a very interesting band. They sort of incorporate elements of ska, punk rock, pop, grime, dubstep, hip-hop, electronic music. There's all these little elements put into the uh, to their music. It's super fun. They have, uh, it's it just a super fun feeling when he, uh, hearing their music, but behind all of that is really important social commentary. They, you know, they do really talk about some real shit. So uh, I got to uh, speak with uh, Layla Kay at the Warp Tour, uh, the Warp Tour stop here in Michigan this summer. And we had a really great conversation about things, about music, being on the Warp Tour, a lot of personal things too. We had a really great connection, so that's why I wanted to sort of leave this uh, interview off the the Warp Tour special that I did a couple weeks ago and ha- have its own episode because uh, it was just I feel like it was like a really good interview. And me and me and Layla become really good friends since then. Uh, so, super cool to uh, you know be able to talk with her and meet somebody cool just like you know like Layla Kay. So uh, you know definitely you know it was cool to talk with her. Uh, then afterwards, uh, like always, well not like always because it didn't happen last week. V Styles joins me afterwards, and we do a preview of SummerSlam weekend. We got NXT TakeOver Brooklyn three on Saturday, and then we have what the greatest party of the summer, SummerSlam on Sunday. There was a lot of uh, matches to talk about, so we get down and sort of break down everything, what, what we want to see, what we hope to see from it, uh, what we think about each match. Uh, there's a lot of good wrestling to go go around this weekend in the world of WWE. So before we get into that, let's get into my interview with Layla Kay from Sonic Boom 6. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, introduce yourself?
2: Okay, uh, my name is Layla Kay and I'm from the band Sonic Boom 6. We're from a city called Manchester in the UK. All
0: right. Uh, how's, how's been uh, the world tour thus far for you?
2: Um, it's been one of the most life-changing events we have ever done. Uh, we decided to do it completely DIY. Okay. So we're, we hired an RV, we are self-driving. We don't have any crew, um, and it has been the most positive, life-changing experience ever.
0: Is this first big tour like this? Yeah,
2: in in the U.S., yeah. We, we've toured all over the world, so we've played in Japan, um, all over Europe, but n- nothing like this. This is just, you're on site at 8 a.m. every morning, but... <laughs> you help to unload the truck with the stage you set up merch you come and get your time it's like I like routine right. so uh, you know we're over four weeks in and people are like how are you so happy still <laughs> and I'm like because I'm in a band and if you're in a band you want to play music and you want to play music to people who are at Warped Tour because it's phenomenal
1: right
0: how's been the reception of the crowd during your uh during your sets it's
2: been great actually yeah we've got um we're always on our stage is always like um either next to a main stage or there's a nice walk through that people have to basically people are forced to watch sonic boom Six. so just
0: like walking by and be like,
2: that's that but that's the bet that's yeah. the best for us we normally have say Ten to twenty people waiting to see us, which shocks me because I'm like, "How do you know who I am?" And then I remember, there's the internet, yes. and people <laughs> and people do the homework. Right. People yeah. they will listen to bands that they don't, that they haven't heard of.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what I did when I was uh, you know researching coming here, you know, right. I wanted to an interview and everything. And I look back and I'm like, oh, this fan's pretty cool. Right.
2: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, there are others like you um, who research. They like they like the sound of us. You know we're We're a very odd band. (laughs) We don't sound like anyone else. I don't sound like anyone else. Right. But Warped Tour, to me, since I was a kid, I knew about Warped before I knew about Reading, Leeds, Download. Um, To me, it's always been a celebration of being unique. Okay. Um, And being able to be a band like Paramore. Playing next to a band like the Pie Tasters, you 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 know, like it's kind of like the other day we played, and it was Andy Black, us, and then say Ferris. When would you ever see that again? Right, that's fine. It's it, it's amazing because of the because of. We are such a mixture of so many different things. We refuse to be pinned down to a genre. That's our thing. Right. Um, for us it's been it's been great. And the walk up has been people stop, they're a bit unsure and then they come in and they stay. Right. So our walk up is just brilliant.
0: Great, right. they're just like walking by and be like
2: they're like, what the hell is this? What's going on here? This is odd. This is odd. But I like it. <laughs> like, like,
0: what's this? What's going on here? You know, she looks cute. On, go, <laughs> I'll go watch this.
2: Yeah, yeah, cute, <laughs> weird, ugly. But you know, as long as, as long as we, I think the thing is with us as well. We create very positive music, positive sounding music. Yeah. We, you know, we have our lyrics are always about something about what's going on in society they're not necessarily the happiest lyrics yeah but the backdrop is positive bouncy so there's
0: optimism there
2: oh yeah like like completely we we I come from nothing I, I come from a council estate in Manchester so I never had any money you know parents hiding behind the sofa when the doorbell rings like that right. you know that that I'm just, things like this don't happen to people like me.
0: Right. That was always the story kind of coming from like like cities like Manchester or like Sheffield, England. And yeah, like, like yeah. These, there's these little hot point cities where, that have crea- that that we've heard amazing music from. It's because of where they're coming from. It,
2: yeah, but the worrying yes. thing in the UK at the moment, which is a similar trend in the US, is that creativity, like your bands, like The Smiths, Pulp, It Monkeys, all these sort of working-class bands? They, it's hard for them to exist now because there is no money. So, in the UK, you used to be able to sign on, like, so the government give you x amount of money every week, yeah, so that you could be a musician,
0: right?
2: So your people like. Madness Morrissey, they would they would sign on. They would get a gyro, and then they would be able to be in a band. Right. Now that doesn't exist, and I'm really worried that that means for working class music that a lot of people are going to hit a brick wall and go, "We can't afford to do this." Right. So it's a you know but that it's, that's a a whole bigger issue which we. It's probably Best if we just switch
0: upon it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what I've always liked, you know, whether it was like bands from the 80s or whatever, when they came from so, sort of these towns, like their their mindset was either I'm gonna be in a factory for 30 years yeah. or I can be in a band and yeah, try to yeah, make yeah. this work. Yeah. They were scared to go into that factory, yeah, you know? Does so totally. that still sort of exist? Like there's jobs just waiting there that they're gonna hate yeah. if they don't do anything with their lives? Yeah,
2: yeah, totally. I mean, I'm. I'm of the nature that
1: um, we
2: have to be realistic and we have to tell the truth. So as a band, you know, I have a job at home. Some bands are embarrassed to say that, but I work really hard in the band. And I work really hard at my job yes. because if I didn't have the job, I would still be living at home. There's nothing wrong with living at home, but if there, you haven't got a home to live in, right. you don't have your you know you haven't got a parents' house. It gives you or, a little
0: bit of peace of mind to be able to do your uh, your work, your, your art. Yeah,
2: I can I can I can live in London. I can pay my rent, and I can do this. So to me, that is. It's, it's necessary that I do this, but that it still exists where people, you know, I, our, our old drummer would refuse to get a job because he was like, no, I don't want to go and do a, a job that it wasn't even beneath him. He was like, I, I, all I want to do is play music. And it's like, OK, that's fine. But then you're going to be living at home for the rest of your life. And he's happy with that. So it, it's all about the individual. And it's all about whatever you are comfortable with. There is no one size fits all. That's there Come never has days. been. There never will be.
0: Right. How do you feel like? How do you feel like your sort of uh, your well, yeah, music sort of fits in, Columbia, in to what's going on over in your home? So this is day oh, five,
2: um, well, we've five, always from six. from day one. Our whole thing was we um, we were punk kids. Less than Jake, Sid, You know, we'd, we'd hang around like in the park, wearing like our pink hair we were alternative stuff. kids, grungers, um, but then we also, we that went was, to free parties which were all hip hop, <laughs> yeah, yeah, jungle, drum and bass and yeah, we loved yeah. it yeah, yeah, and we yeah, were yeah. like why don't we start a band that incorporates, we're, we're a punk band, essentially we're a punk band. But why can't we incorporate well, the hip hop beats and yeah. the jungle yeah. wow. MC and yeah. Yeah. and 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 so we did it. But even now, there isn't really that many bands doing it. Right. So we 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 still don't really fit in in our hometown. Yeah. We've always been, you know, in in, a, in when I was growing up in Manchester, it was all about Oasis being an indie kid <laughs> right. like you know but we had our little underground scene
1: Yeah,
2: and the way we did it was we built that scene. So rather than that there was no punk rock, we, we made punk rock come to us. Mm-hmm. So we started booking gigs. We, we bands like King Prawn, Lightyear, Capdown we were like, well, we want them to play in Manchester and then we can play with them and we had this little community and we did it and it, it was it's great. Right. We we yeah, you have to you you when you're in a band yeah. <clears throat> it is hard work and you, you have to have this attitude that you are not owed anything. Nobody owes you. Exactly. I'm always
0: I'm always preaching that too. No one owes you anything and you
2: don't. So your ego is difficult but you have to leave your ego at the door. Right. You have to be happy for other bands when they're doing well. You have to be if things don't work out. They don't work out. What What are you gonna do? You can be bitter and hate everyone and bring everybody else down.
0: Right.
2: But you're not gonna be You're not gonna be creative and positive and, and have a, have a very happy life.
0: Yeah, I um, a tour like uh, the Warp Tour, you know, kind of always boasts community. Yeah. You know, and you've uh, being that this is like you know first like sort of big tour in the states you know what have you witnessed on this tour in regards to community oh
2: wow i didn't know this community existed i didn't know that i would be i would become a member of the Warpsaw family so we get here 8am every morning catering production crew stage get here at six they are here till 10 pm yeah. taking the stage down finishing feeding people and I'm like, I'm in awe of that. Like, we get here at eight, we're running around, we play for 25 minutes, do a bit of press, then I'm done. It's easy. Like, i would never tell Kevin that, but it is, you know, you, you get other people that are on a the bus. They've got a driver, they don't have to load their merch, they've got, they've got someone doing everything. So how, how people think this is difficult, I don't know, it's tiring. Right, right. But the real world is much more difficult than this. Right. And yeah, every single day I meet someone new. And every single day, like even yesterday, there was a girl who was upset. I sat down with her, we chatted, and now we're really good friends. We swap numbers. Um, On catering, I'm, I'm friends with like everyone. But because. I respect what they do, and without them, we'd go hungry. So yeah, it's it's very heartwarming. I wish I wish this existed. Kevin has built this. He has every single day. Me and Kevin have a good 10-15 minute chat. <laughs> like we, we hang out.
0: He, right.
2: Never in a million years did I think I'd meet someone that was a going to change my life. Yeah and B, that I'm gonna be friends with for the rest of my life. He is, he's become one of my ultimate friends that he, yeah, I'm just in awe of everything that man does.
0: In terms of like this change in your life, how do you feel like this is going to, you know, be better for you from here on out?
2: I just think, there's a saying, if you survive Warped Tour, you can survive anything. And I think that's true. Right. and I think going back home I have never worked so hard in my life even though it's easy you know why it's easy? because I, I love it Yeah. I've never worked so hard and it's given me a real kick up the bum <laughs> like real like I can do anything and do you know how powerful you feel when you feel like you can do anything
0: yeah 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 like, like all those things that you were like kind of tripping on before that you thought were like impossible or be too like, hard it, and then when you get to you get a realisation like you not know a damn yeah 11
2: shows on the run 17,000 miles in an RV um I, I'm nearly there I'm on the home stretch we've got two more weeks left and I'm just I could do this for another six months <laughs> easily easily like maybe I'm just like a freak but I don't know to, to me it's I just love the community, and I love how every morning you're like, Hi, everyone, and everyone's really happy to see you. And, you know, I, my family is like four people, like, and I've never had that sense of belonging or people. Do you know what? Honestly, I've never fit in. Yeah. Since I was a child, I've never fit in. In our band, I've never fit in. in. In our punk rock scene in the UK, I've never fit in. Okay. I'm a Pakistani woman who raps <laughs> in the punk world, which, which is majority white, middle-class male. Right, right, right. Like, no doubt. Like it, People can argue with me and go, no, it's not white, middle-class male. It is, let's not kid ourselves. Yes, yeah, right. Like, so, but here, I actually feel like one of the, I feel like one of the crew. I feel like part of the family, and I've never felt that. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: How do you feel like the you know the band's been able to resonate with so many people to be where you can you know travel all different places around the globe?
2: Um, it's the internet. The, the without without doubt, like the internet, like you said. It, without the internet, how would you have ever listened to our music and gone, OK, they seem all right, I'm going to interview them?
0: Yeah.
2: It, it, for all of its yeah. negative aspects, the trolls, the, you know, you can't make money from music anymore, the positive aspects are that you can be in a band and you're, what you're saying and what you stand for can resonate with people halfway around the world. Right, right. So for a band like ours who are spreading, who are here to make people smile and to make people feel like they're not alone you know we i i've been trying to build this community for years and without the internet it would be impossible
0: what's what's next for the band would, would you get anything
2: planned no idea no, no idea, idea. <laughs> the the, the, the warp hopper came out of the blue yeah. we got it in december last year and we were like are you sure they've got the right band? Like they want us to play, right. um, and it's been—it's completely been way more exciting, positive than we could ever have imagined. Right. Um, so, watch the space. I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm afraid it's going to be good stuff. It's going to be good stuff.
0: Alright, it's been great talking with you. You've been yeah, a delight to yeah. talk to. Oh, thank you. You've been you. probably my favorite interview today. Oh. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that out there. Oh thank well my favorite interview.
2: I'm I'm happy. I'm on warp tour. I've and just and I just played. And I
0: interviewed Guar and in you're my favorite interview.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm not as uh
0: They were funny, but Yeah. This was this was delightful. I love, I love talking with you.
2: Oh, thank
0: You're, you. You're so positive about,
2: it, about things. I love it. Yeah, but you, you know, I, my whole life has been neg- surrounded by negativity. Yeah, so why and keep it up? I, yeah, and I'm just like, you know what? Being negative is like it's like, it's like swallowing a pill <laughs> that makes you ill. That makes you sick. And I just, if I go down that route, like I stopped drinking five years ago. Right, okay. And that all that anxiety in your brain, all the fogginess, all the it's not fair, that has gone. Like, you know, I, don't get me wrong, I had my off days, right. but my brain is clear and I can think and I can compartmentalise things and make sense of it. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm just happy to be alive. That's awesome. Yeah. You seem like totally positive. I like it.
0: Yeah, I quit drinking last November.
2: Um, you're, st- ah,
0: so like, Put it yeah. here. so like certain things are starting to return to like how your body should be.
2: And you know, when you stop drinking, after about a year, you feel things that you didn't know you could feel. Oh. Like you hundred percent, Tell- everything's in three D, and you're like, wow. You're telling me,
0: man. Every sort of I'm, I couldn't believe how much like. And I'm you look great. Me, you, yeah. know? you look great. Oh, you, thank you. you like. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, I realized alcohol was numbing. It does. Things like, I don't, in a long run, things sort of like, you don't even realize it. Like, it's like, it just became part of you and you're like, then once you like, step away from it, you yeah. start like, feeling all the feelings that you're supposed to feel. Exactly. You can actually deal with it. You feel
2: nervous, you feel passionate, you feel scared, you feel, but all, even the negative emotions, you fuck. Oh, I nearly <laughs> swore. Oh, <laughs> so Yeah. You fucking embrace them. And the neg- yeah. my, my uncle, who I, da- who, who I lived with all my life, he was like my best mate. He died three years ago. The worst thing I have ever seen, watching your best friend die, become nothing, become a shell of this happy, jolly person. Three months we watched him die. And the grief and the pain was unbearable. But you know what? I was like, come on, motherfucker come at me I'm going to embrace you with everything I've got I came out the other side like ten times the person I was so such a horrible thing happening to me made me so much stronger Yeah. and only because I wasn't drinking because if I you know at his funeral afterwards everyone's like look just have one drink you'll feel better and I I was like I'm fine yeah. and they're like no you, you can't be fine and I was like you can't tell ta- I am actually okay I'm going to deal with this yeah. and you I, that would have been the opportunity for me to pick up a drink right? and I didn't now I've done New Year's Eve birthdays <laughs> yes. tours I got festivals birthday without, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Just have a fat piece of cake instead.
0: Yeah, when I quit drinking, it was like two years removed after being out of, like, the worst relationship with this girl that I... It was like three years of horror. Like, it still haunts me to this day. Yeah. But I feel like I'm now able to sort of finally deal with it.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm very, very, very proud of you, even though I don't know you, because it's... It's difficult, and the society and the scene, and the industry that we that we're in, it's kind of odd. Like, like you know, I love going out. I'm like, you know, I'm annoyed now because I want to go to barbecue at ten, and my band are like, we're tired, we need to go at seven. And I'm like, I'm going to run away, and you're not going to find me till ten o'clock because I I want to go to barbecue because I'm because I'm not hungover and I'm just like. Right. Yeah. You know, so I'm the uh, first one at the party, last one to leave. <laughs> I love it.
0: That was my interview with Layla Kay from Sonic Bloom 6. Thanks again, Layla, for uh, taking the time out at the warp Tour to speak with me. I'm glad that we've become friends. So that was super cool. And now on to the fresh-of-the-word discussion portion of the show. And like always, I'm joined by my co-host, Pro Wrestling, MMA, and boxing connoisseur, Detroit hip hop artist, and proud Marine, V Styles. What up, bro?
1: Hey, what's up, Kelly? How you doing, man? What's going on, y'all?
0: Hey, man. Uh, I'm living. It's you know, it's uh, living the life. Shit's happening. <laughs> Shit, crazy shit's going on everywhere. We're at the home stretch really? of the of the spectacle that is the. Conor McGregor versus uh, Floyd Mayweather fight coming up on the 26th, and this shit cannot get get there any sooner.
1: I'm sick of all of this shit.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready for uh, this to be over.
1: <laughs> the, extra, the extravaganza is, is going to be everything that you wanted for a, a complete spectacle. Dude. Notice how I'm not calling it a mox match. <laughs> <laughs> a spectacle, but.
0: We'll talk about that another time. The time has come in the WWE this week, this weekend. It's SummerSlam weekend, out in Brooklyn. You start off on Saturday night with NXT Takeover, and it all culminate with the huge, the huge spectacle of SummerSlam. The what do they call it? The biggest party of the summer. I don't know. Whatever they they like to coin it every year. Well, we got
1: SummerSlam the big, coming up the, the, the biggest party of the summer
0: yeah SummerSlam like <laughs> uh, like yo it's i'm like looking at the okay kind of like to to start things off with uh, NXT because this is this is a this is a sm, this is a smaller show there's 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 only 5 matches and it's it's actually a really it's actually going to be a really good card uh, so I'm actually super excited about this. It's gonna be headlined by the glorious one, Bobby Roode, versus Drew McIntyre, who's who's actually who who left who left the WWE after a really weird and very Real I don't it was a bad run, his original run years ago when he was part of like three MB. Yeah, but,
1: but but you can tell Vince McMahon was big on him back then yeah. it just didn't pan out.
0: It just didn't pan out. He went out, he went back on the indies. He uh, he went to uh, Impact Wrestling, totally revamped his image, uh, became a better you know in-ring worker, uh, has better just all-around wrestler. And he's come back to NXT. He's going to be in the uh, the the NXT Championship match versus Bobby Roode. I'm super excited about mm-hmm. this because I like I like I like Drew Mac- McIntyre's pretty much comeback story you know he's back in the wwe umbrella and it's it's really been good good to see him and i've you know i've become a fan of him over the years he was somebody that took a really a really bad stretch of 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 time that uh in the the tna impact uh television where they did where people were coming and going and there wasn't and there was really no consistency and he was able to take that tv time and really build his own character and come back into the, you know, WWE umbrella in NXT and, you know, be one of the, uh, the you know, the big names
1: for that brand what, right now. What 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 was his name um, when he came to WWE initially? No, he was under Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, I believe.
0: Oh, man, I, I, you know what? I didn't think it was
1: under Drew McIntyre. I thought it was. Uh man. It was he had a different name, man. He had... It was Drew Galloway. women. hold no, on. No, Drew Galloway was his
0: name uh, on the Indies and, and, um, and uh, in Impact. Okay, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I know I ain't crazy,
1: man, because I would have remembered Drew McIntyre, man. Yeah, no, his name was I Drew McIntyre
0: in WWE, but when he left, he, uh, he was Drew Galloway. And Galloway is his real last name.
1: Yeah, he was Drew Galloway when he first came. He wasn't McIntyre. I said, let's see. Yeah, yeah, he was Drew Galloway, and and when he first came to the WWE, he was Drew Galloway, and he when he went to team when he left um, the WWE and started doing the Indies route again, that's when he switched to Drew McIntyre because he was McIntyre at TNA when he won his world title. No. He, was, he was definitely Galloway in, in, in his first run in 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 the uh, in in the WWE. I remember that.
0: No, I believe he was Drew Drew McIntyre in uh, WWE. Want to bet? Want to bet? Wait, wait a minute. Let, wait wait. Let's see here. Wait a minute. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at uh I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Mm-hmm. for it and they're calling him McIntyre in OVW which was the uh was the NXT at that time uh McIntyre redebuted on SmackDown brand McIntyre ended the rivalry there's like all these McIntyre face okay. R- R- our truth
1: after moving to Kentucky Galloway May is over uh, OVW, uh, over, uh Okay. Okay. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's see. Yeah, early on he was Drew. Let's see. Because it
0: goes from here to here. Okay, this is where it says it right here. After moving to Kentucky, Galloway, which is... That's where I'm at. They're referencing his real name. Made his debut in OVW on September 26th to win over blah blah. He soon changed his name to Drew McIntyre. And teamed with Burchill to take on. So he was he was he changed his name to Drew McIntyre in OVW. Uh,
1: okay, you were the one too. <laughs> okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> Walter can be wrong. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, Walter's wrong. It's all good. <laughs> but anyways,
0: anyways. He's uh he's back in the WWE umbrella. He's going for the NXT title this weekend at a at a NXT Takeover Brooklyn three, dude. I'm so, it's I would I'd really like to see Drew McIntyre win this uh, win the NXT belt. I'm not sure what the plans are with Bobby Roode right now. If they're you know eventually gonna bring him up or just keep him as sort of like the lead of the NXT brand, uh, because there is uh, you know there's still a lot of their other up and coming guys that they still are sort of. Um, still building down there, so he's kind of like Bobby Roode's still kind of like the the face of that brand right now. So oh, indeed, now this is uh what I want to know: what's going on with the Authors of Pain? Authors of Pain that weekend they're they're going against Sanity for uh, Alexander Wolfe and uh, Killian Dane this uh, this weekend for the with the tag team championships on the line. I. they uh you know sanity is a couple you know alexander wolf and killian dane are a couple big dudes also so that's just going to be a lot of like hit hard hitting like shit in that match <laughs> it's going to be just uh uh it's going to be a lot when, of, like just when are
1: when are they going to get called up
0: shoot i don't i don't know man cuz it's it's like on one hand there's a there's a lot of weirdness going on in the tag team divisions on the main roster, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, is like is the authors of pain still, because uh, there's st- are they st- are they ready are they too green still you know are they ready to be on the on the main roster so we'll see well, about that. Well,
1: I mean, I, I kind of look at it like this: they still have uh, those horrible people. That imitate the Road Warriors on SmackDown,
0: <laughs> and and, <laughs> they they, and they
1: are considered the greatest NXT tag team of all time. And right, they were good for that. You know, that for that brand. The you know. authors, the authors of pain. Do, do they still have Paul Ellery? Yes. There you go, right there. You can bring them up, and instantly they could compete because they have somebody like Paul Ellery guiding them. So I would like to see them dudes uh come up. I think they I mean I'm not looking for no new Road Warriors, but I, I I just think uh they are intimidating, bullyish, and yeah. we don't have no real bullies. Like the Usos nah. you know, they think they bullies, but they are not like Bullies like how I know, you know, it's high, It's kind of hard from you going from doing them Uso chants to, <laughs> you know, talking about how hard you are, it it don't work for me, you know, right? right. No this, but that's just how I see
0: it. But yeah, black. Right, right, right. And also uh, at NXT TakeOver, Asuka's going to be uh, defending her NXT Women's Championship against Ember Moon. I'm looking at this. They've the black heard... chick, right? What's that? The black chick, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. I'm a, I'm a big fan of both of theirs, but like I would really like to see Asuka come up to the main roster still undefeated, and just like relinquish the the NXT Women's Championship uh, when when she uh, gets called up to the, the main roster. I think that would be cool. So I would really like. To, yeah. I would really like her to continue that, to uh, be undefeated.
1: That that. It keeps her storyline of never losing in NXT uh, or just the WWE, period. You know, it's, a, it's, it's almost similar to, a, you know, I don't know if it's a good comparison or not, but it's almost like Goldberg had never lost. Oh, yeah, they mentioned Goldberg uh,
0: in in regards to her streak now, because it's longer than Goldberg's. And, See, uh, and I never knew that. I never knew that. Oh, yeah, they've been yeah, they've been using that, so... Like, they've been like, they've been definitely making a point to, to saying how long her uh, her undefeated streak is. So, uh, I, I think it would be great to just see her go to the main roster and be like this undefeated monster. And. Oh, that's that, perfect, Dan. That would, that is, that would be great. Perfect. That would be great for the story. And it'll be one of those times when one of those women on the main roster running their mouth about. No one can beat me. No one can beat me. And then her music hits, and she's like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> <laughs> right. And another match. Another match at NXT Takeover. Something I'm really excited about. You got Alistair Black versus Hideo Itami. This is one of those. These are mm-hmm. one of those those fights that like anybody who's like a fan of like the the indie pro wrestling or the you know the Japanese pro pro wrestling. Yo, we like shit like that. You know, Hideo Itami is finally taking on more of a uh, a heel role in uh, NXT recently. So, uh, mm-hmm. like, I'm super I'm super psyched for that that match. And Al Alistair Black, he's gonna be somebody who is definitely going to be a star in NXT, and is gonna be a star in uh, WWE eventually. He has the look, the Oops. skill, the everything to to just, you know. Oh, he got ho- he got he got the whole thing, huh? He got the whole thing. I I I hope hopefully one day, you know, he'll be on the main roster and it will be just like I I people will love that guy. People definitely. Everybody everybody he was when he was uh, on the indies, he was under the name Tommy End, and people he was he was instantly like one of those guys that people loved. But he's such a great ring okay. worker. But he, but he also has a uh, a background in MMA, so he has a lot of that movement in the ring. Okay. So, yeah, I'm super excited. Like, Aleister Black, Hideo Tommy, I don't really care who wins. It's going to be a good match. They're both great workers. And then also, uh, the last uh, final match on the, uh, will probably be the first match of the night. Uh, you're going to have uh, Johnny Gargano will be back in the ring going against Andrade Almas. Uh, that's good. That's oh, that would be a cool match. They're both, uh, they're both, you know, been veterans of like the Indies and in Mexico and stuff, great ring workers. So that would just be a really good match. You know, it's a bit of, uh, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, um, Johnny Gargano was, uh, he was looking for an opponent for NXT TakeOver. And Andrade's, uh, valet, who's his, uh, Zelina Vega, who was also, uh, who in real life is, is um, Austin Aries' uh, fiance, and her real really? name is uh, Thea Trinidad, and she was Rosita in TNA years ago. So she's in um, NXT right now, kind of as uh, as uh, Andrade's uh, sort of like valet manager, and she was like, "Okay, I got you know, I got I got someone for you." He's gonna be he's gonna be Gargano's uh, opponent, so I'm super excited for uh, NXT Takeover this weekend. It'll be it'll be a good uh, it'll be a good card. You'll see some good action. So and also like, the, you know, it's you know the word is out that uh, Adam Cole has signed a uh,
1: a contract
0: yeah. with uh, WWE.
1: See, that would be dope if he pulled up.
0: So he'll probably just like um a lot of the other guys. He'll probably we'll probably see him seeing, uh, sitting ringside probably at a NXT takeover and he'll uh they'll they'll pretty much introduce him that way.
1: Yeah, that will be dope.
0: Yeah. So, I'm super excited that he's uh that he's officially in it cuz now now you got you got people like, you know, uh Adam Cole, you have um Bobby Fish is in NXT, you got Kyle O'Reilly. Dude, it's like you got ROH like in full effect, man. <laughs> in NXT right Real now. Real shit. Real shit. Sure. All right, moving over to uh the SummerSlam card. Dude, we got thirteen matches at SummerSlam this year between the like the main show and the pre show. 13 Mm-hmm. Thirteen. That's a lot. Not, I mean they all
1: and they all good matches too.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're uh, like it's it's pretty it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be a pretty dope show hopefully. Uh Starting off on the pre-show, you got Akira uh, uh, Tozawa, who just beat Neville the other night for the Cruiserweight Championship, uh, going against Neville, again, at SummerSlam on the pre-show. I was super psyched that Akira uh, Tozawa was able to, uh, to uh, win the Cruiserweight belt the other night from Neville. That was kind of unexpected. It was a cool, it was a cool way to spotlight the Cruiserweight uh, belt because there's so many matches at SummerSlam. And since it was going to probably Mm -hmm. be a pre-show thing, it would probably get, you know, lost in the shuffle. So it was cool that they did that on Raw to kind of give it a more spotlight.
1: Okay, now I agree with you wholeheartedly, 100%. But this is the real question, and and I'm happy he won. Um, I'm, I'm happy that tight is getting a little shine with his company now that's pretty cool actually he's becoming more convincing every week right i uh, see like he's getting better um at you know his at branding you know what it is his new character is okay it took a minute but you know i'm okay with it now
0: yeah it's starting to get um, over but it's, star- it's definitely starting to get exactly. over
1: Exactly. but look this is the real question when is Coco b where Junior going to get some love? <laughs> Dude, I but
0: Okay, I was just having this discussion today with uh, someone at work we who talking watches wrestling, man. We
1: talking cruiserweights,
0: bro. Right. But I was I was saying uh, earlier today to someone that I was working with that I'm like this Titus Worldwide thing is actually getting over, man. It's actually starting to be sort of successful. And I feel like it was like a joke at first, and it's actually kind of getting over with people, and people are having fun with it. So it's working. So maybe, maybe you know, they'll be able to parlay something now to to where uh, uh, Apollo Cruz will be able to get a get a shot somewhere.
1: In you know the, what I would like to see, and we talked about this a little while ago. Yeah, Apollo Cruz is a perfect dude. That could have a title like, let's say, the TV title. Yeah, he will be a perfect candidate to put that belt on him every week, and he have quality matches, and he grows from that and becomes something other than what you expected. Like a lot of the stars that came before him that rocked that TV title, and that TV title used to mean something. Right and for us to only have the U.S. title, which I really don't look at the U.S. title. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, with it being on AJ Styles, it's like the world title to me. Um, but taking off a person like AJ Styles, like AJ Styles legitimizes that title. You take that you take that title off of AJ Styles and put it on somebody else. You don't care. Right, you know, and that, thats just the reality of it, man. I think, you know, like where—where does—where—where where does he go? You know, I mean, it would be dope if uh, he could, you know, piggyback off that and get some momentum himself, man. But he's too talented of a dude, man, to make everybody else look good and come up with short stick every week. Oh, so that's just my opinion.
0: Oh, no, definitely no, and I—I th- I think this whole thing with the Titus Worldwide thing will. Might actually propel Apollo Crews to have a spot somewhere with something soon, so we'll see. Hopefully, not sure what, but I guess we'll see. Uh, also, on the pre-show, the New Day will be defending their uh, their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against the Usos. Like the New Day oh Usos, boy. the New Day Usos thing recently has been actually really fun to watch. I've actually been enjoying the stuff that the Usos have been doing. It's been uh, me too. Yeah, they they're finally starting to find some sort of new like niche in this all, and it's been pretty. It's been pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I can't front. I, I like this new day more so than I like the old new day. I can't front on that. But at times, it's still like they're trying to they they're trying to come off a little too. It's like they're trying too hard to convince you that they street dudes. When it's kind of hard. I know
0: it's still it's when still I'm, hard. You know yeah, it's still hard for them to like be like authentic yeah, street cats. But- <laughs> y'all you know, someone
1: out here with island to sit on, man. Turn you know doing y'all y'all chants. <laughs> you going from that, and you going from that to thug life? Nah, son. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It, it's 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 a little. Yeah, it's
0: a little. Weird. Even so, you can see it's a little forced with them, but they're starting to get the rhythm and kind of do their own things. Where it's, where some things aren't as forced as it was like maybe a month or two ago. So it is actually starting mm-hmm. to get a little fun and everything. Um. Also on the pre-show, um, we got the Miz Taraj, the Miz Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas going against the the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan. This is like just like a weird thing happening right here. Like
1: <laughs> but, but you know what? But look, but look. I am look, I'm a fan of Bo Dallas. Yes. I think Bo Dallas is probably the, the most underutilized superstar in the WWE, along with Curtis Axel, man. Them dudes got pedigrees. Um how do you go from being NXT champion to just, you know, being obsolete? And I, and and that's bullshit in my opinion. Right. So I'm happy that they getting some shine. Um, I think the Miz deserves another world title push. Um, Think about one wrestler that no matter what, when he comes out, he gives heat like nobody else. And it's just so, uh, we've watched this kid grow year in and year out. And he know what his role is. um, And he, he has, Four to five star matches every time, you know, out lately. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really give it up to the Miz, man. The Miz is, oh, yeah. You know, you 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 you've seen him grow as one as a performer, two on that mic wise. It's, he's top three easily in, in the WWE right now.
0: Yeah, and he's been able to. Um, and he was always somebody that. uh, Anyone who's sort of new in the company, they're able to fit him in with a program with the Miz, and it was able. He, he was a good person to introduce people, and then like this with this thing with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, the whole Miz thing. It's actually like gave them life. Yeah, gave them life. He's he's able to like you know work with other people, and you know bring them some you know some shine. You know bring them some real some some. And have some like sort of comedy relief with them, but also being able to show different facets of all these performers. And I've really enjoyed like seeing Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas out there in these roles as their as his entourage. It's been actually really entertaining, and it's, it's, it's yeah, super, I've done that shit too. It's super cool, you know. So, yeah, and and it's it's kind of funny, like just it, it's just always funny, like seeing their their uh, you know. Whenever their interactions with, uh, you know, whether it is the Hardy Boys or whatever, it, it's it's always it's been super funny lately. And they've been able to do it, like go like week to week and have have uh, interactions with different people. It actually hasn't been mm-hmm. just like one. You know, it ain't been corny. Yeah, so it's been super. It's been super fun to watch this whole Miserage thing. It's been... hey, 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 did
1: did you peek? And I was wondering for a minute, cause I kept looking, like, damn. Every week he got this black glove on, man. Did you peek what Bo Dallas is doing every week? I kind of,
0: I do, you know, I do show that he kind of mixes it up each week and whatnot. But he always has like that black glove on. And yeah, you know what that means. What's that?
1: Okay, when I was when I was coming up, man, his grandfather, man, his name was Black Jack Mulligan he always wore a black glove and his his finishing move was the like like the claw um that's paying homage to his grandfather every week
0: okay all right
1: yeah every week you when you see that black glove cuz Jack Mulligan died you know a little while ago you know one well more recent than 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 other but um Every week he comes out. You see that black glove on his right hand. That's him giving props to his grandfather. I I think that shit is real. It's just real dope. Look yeah. up Black Jack Mulligan. I'm just saying. That's what y'all should do. Look up Black Jack Mulligan.
0: Yeah, definitely. Can you hear definitely, me? Definitely, definitely. And looks like um, then now we're gonna hit the the main uh, the main card of the uh, of SummerSlam. And we got a lot of like craziness going on. Uh, we have the the Raw Tag Team Champions going uh, with Cesaro and Sheamus going against the newly sort sort of formed partial Shield of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. It's it's been it's oh been, man. It, that, that you know where I'm you know where I'm going. Go ahead. The the Ambrose and Rollins thing is kind of weird because it seems like they're like a couple like. Exes trying to get into, get in with each other, get back into like good graces with each other or something. It, it's really, it's, it's super weird, you
1: know. <laughs> come on with that shit, son. It's like, come on with that shit, son. Pound, <laughs> give him a pound, man. Let's move on. Why, why, why take us through this shit dramatically every week? You know, give that man a pound, and let y'all go do what y'all go do. Now, the real question is. When is Roman Reigns gonna make bang up with him? I don't
0: know. it would be cool if he did, man. Like
1: he's still corny though. Right. It's
0: the thing we, is we've
1: been talking about this. We've been talking about Roman Reigns a while now. Listen to my tone.
0: <laughs> Listen um, to my right
1: tone. now, this is my Joe Buttons tone when I'm talking about Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Reigns, he generates more heat than Detroit Edison. I'm just saying, he (laughs) generates more heat than the average person. And he's a good guy. Right. When the fans boo you, they say we don't like you. And we're tired every week of you being in the main event status. And we don't like that shit. You're being forced down our fucking throats. No, hold on. And I'm 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 tired. I'm, you know. I, I wanted you to change your your wardrobe, and you got a new shirt. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> no, okay. I was you <laughs> want to get a Superman put shirt? Who approves of that shit? I want answers. I want fucking answers. That's. <laughs> like wow man you know how about giving them a haircut how about giving them some new music how about you know oh man roman is just you know let me say this heavenly father please heavenly. If you love if you love your wrestler fans Either give the title to Samoa Joe first or give it to Braun Strowman. Right. But please do not give it to Roman Reigns. Rumor has that Brock is going to retain. That's the rumor. Uh, WWE accidentally tweeted something out. You yeah, know, about Monday. Yeah. <laughs> in regard in regard, you seen that?
0: Yeah, it was the uh it was the Barclays Center. Uh they The uh, next day over. Yeah, they tweeted that uh uh you, our WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar will be attendance on Monday, blah blah blah. So I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But it, okay, the thing is is like um you know, with all the sort of uh, talks about him going back to the UFC, they think they're going to he's going to uh-huh. He's gonna drop the belt this weekend, but he still has this for him. For him to have another fight in the UFC, it's gonna be a long time because he still has to um, unretire, serve his
1: suspension, serve yep. his
0: suspension, and get back into the Usada pool. So he's not even gonna be yep. able to fight until sometime in 2018, anyways. And it's con- And from what I hear, his contract from WWE goes all the way to WrestleMania. So
1: yeah, but. This man will allow special people to do special things, especially when it brings limelight to oh, WWE. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, and and definitely if he wants to take the time and go uh, and go do the UFC, but still, it's gonna he, he's it's gonna be a while before he can even do the UFC thing, anyways. So, like, I I wouldn't be. He's shy. definitely
1: going back. He's going back.
0: Oh yeah, there's there's money to be made, you know, over there, but. I wouldn't be shocked if he retained this weekend anyways. So that, that's, that's all I'm saying, that if, that if Brock Lesnar wins at SummerSlam, it's not going to be a shock, you know. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, also on the SummerSlam card, we have uh, John Cena versus Baron Corbin. How funny was Baron Corbin's cash-in of the money in the bank on Tuesday?
1: Why are you sitting up here reading my mind, man? I was just about to bring that up to you. <laughs> dude, was, that was cold, man. How much, do you have, how much do you have to suck when you lose your... And the funny thing is, I like Barry Corbin. I think, you know... Yeah, me you too. build that dude, you build that dude, and you get something. But to take that shit off him prematurely like that, like, where is the respect, man? That's some hoe ass shit. I, I don't like that.
0: I mean, because... And
1: uh, it, I... I think Road Dog uh booked that.
0: And the thing is if you think about it, like you got you got him losing that uh he got lose, losing from his cash in uh this um you know, on Tuesday um partly because of John Cena, and then he has to go to SummerSlam and face John Cena? Like like do you think Baron, the, like do you think what, Baron Corbin's what, <laughs> what, what would the club say right now? Beat up John Cena. Right, like, but I'm like, is is John Cena actually gonna lose to him at SummerSlam? I like, like if Baron Corbin, probably, like I, that that's the only thing I could see happening with, because that would to, like that would totally bury Baron Corbin if you make him lose the lose his cash in in a very embarrassing fashion and then goes go to uh, SummerSlam and lose again to John Cena, I'd be like, where where are you building this guy? So, somehow, Baron Corbin has to come out of Summer Sam looking somewhat strong in some way for this all to make sense in the
1: long run. Um, I, I just, for me, it's like, wow, man, what is really going on here to, for us to, what's, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what? What what really the fuck is going on, man? Um, yeah, crazy, man. I, I think the kid has potential. Oh yeah. Um, um, you know, I like him as a as a big fella, no homo. Um, I, I I like his finishing move. Uh, his finishing move. I, I like I like Baron Corbin. Um, give him a little shot of more personality, or give him a couple more chances. But I like. Baron Corbin, oh, you know, yeah. I, I just hope Baron Corbin's run is not like Dolph Ziggler's. You right. know, to where you know it's just like wow, the 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 guy who could have been because you know backstage politics, you know, held him back. Right, right. You know, super crazy. But I will say this: I would have much rather that shit happened to that that uh, that square ass chick from long island oh uh, uh carmella carmella corny every time i see her moonwalk i hope she falls <laughs> straight up <laughs> it's just corny as fuck man you come out there with that corny looking dude it's like why why is this corny dude here oh oh, because of you thank you
0: <laughs> i could see carmella actually uh cashing in the the money in the bake briefcase this weekend uh Naomi is going to be uh, going against Natalia with uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line at SummerSlam. Uh, I, I kind of have a feeling that uh, you know she could get involved in that match and actually cash in at SummerSlam. Like I don't know, I don't know if they if they want if they're
1: gonna keep uh... Naomi. Naomi is so corny. Everything about Naomi is corny. Except I like her wrestling. I like the shit she doing in the ring. But that intro, uh, as much as I love Alice Overeem, it reminds me of Alice Overeem coming out. Um, <laughs> um, I hate that music. Um, I hate the fact that I'm seeing, And I know it's female. I know, it's, you know, you got females here we done them with. I get it. I understand, Um, but I hate, you know, the whole lights on the championship belt type shit just as much as I hate it when John Cena got a spinning world championship and U.S. title. Um, (laughs) I hate that corny-ass shit, man, and and I'm ready for her to get that shit up, man, so we can get them lights off the title, you know. um, I don't know. Like only the only chick that I really care but hopefully, you know, old girl from NXT go to SmackDown brand, man. That, you know, I would I would like that. Yeah. I would like Charlotte to have the belt, but, you know, Charlotte has more real issues going on right now, man. Um yeah. Just uh, you know want to give a, you know, a prayer to the greatest wrestler of all time, uh, Ric Flair, um speedy recovery. A positive Woo! Yeah, it, 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 it's um, you know, that would be that'd be bad. That'd be and it would be a very bad day for wrestler fans. Oh man, man. If, 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 if something crazy, you know, you know, that might be a day that you don't hear from me all day, man. Because you know, Rick means so much to everybody. If you are fucking Mark, you better love Rick less. Oh, you know, so it goes without saying, you know, yeah. yeah, you better, prayers in the air, get better nation boy, but I would love Charlotte to be the world champion. She's the one over at SmackDown to me. That is, you know, she is the A-list on top of everybody else, you know? Um, and the other chick that I would love to see to get some type of real push is Nia Jax. I think she's proven herself. Um, but you know, I, I I see the WWE, you know, keeping it on the on the lighter chicks, and I don't like that shit. I think that shit is corny, man. You know, I I Nia Jax going to be over. Yeah, I, I hope
0: I hope, I hope uh, Nia Jax does get a uh, a run soon with uh, the Raw Women's Championship, uh, which is going to be defended at SummerSlam when. One of my favorites, the goddess Alexa Bliss. Yeah, the champion. Goes can we, against... Uh, can we die now? We can die now, right? No. Hater. Goes against... Uh, uh, <laughs> go against the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Uh, mm.
1: Like, I'm... Sasha, or, <laughs> Sasha be having bad hair days every time she's in the ring.
0: <laughs> See with me like it's Sasha Banks is a sort of what I don't even know what they're doing with her recently and it's all been kind of like kind of milk toast it's been like I'm Bailey's girl whatever i and i don't know it just seems very i don't know there's no there's it's it's like so middle of the road that it's like not a good middle of the road it's like She's not trying to be heel, she's not trying to be nice. She's just there, you know. And man, I, I don't know. So, ho- I'm so I'm still pulling for my girl Alexa Bliss to retain to retain the Raw Women's Championship like the goddess that she is. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> um also going on at SummerSlam, we have a couple of the, of the the, the demons and the evil uh, wrestlers coming out. We got the demon Finn Balor making his uh, his presence versus the Eater of wor- All Worlds Bray Wyatt. Like I think this will be a really good, uh, really good match. Um, I this is this is something I've been super excited about. But to be honest, the build up for this match wasn't as Evil as I thought it would be it wasn't as like dramatic as I was hope I would I would long hope for it to be. they teased it for so long, but then they finally started doing it just a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't like as spooky and weird as I thought it would be but
1: you know what's dope is the fact that Finn Balor you knew you i look once I've seen that red whatever get poured on him. Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, demon coming out. The demon is coming out." Of course. And then when his interview came, he was like, "Oh yeah, it's on, motherfuckers. It's on." So when that happened, I was like, "Yeah, this is, this is the shit. Like, what I want. This is what I want to see here. This is what I want to fucking see." So, yeah, I'm um, uh, I'm geek about. You know, what Finn Balor is about to bring to the table, good for him. Um, I love Bray Wyatt. I've been a huge Bray Wyatt fan for a minute. Um, Let's see what's about to happen, man. I think we're about to have some dope shit, you know, pop off real soon. And we all need to just sit back and enjoy what, what we're about to see. Definitely.
0: All right, and what is probably, I think, probably the corniest match on the card? we have the Big Show versus Big Cass, and Enzo Amore will be suspended above the ring in a shark cage.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, so... Um, I don't really know how to feel about this. Right. Uh, it's one of the things that it's like, why am I like, why are we even talking about this corny ass shit? Um, I think Angel More as much as I want to like to do. I, I I mean, after he says his punchlines and shit, shit it's pretty much over. Right. <laughs> um, um, you, you look at his in ring, in ring ability. uh it's not dope. Um, I think he needs somebody like Big Show really to stay alive and, and what he has going on. So, um, you know, uh, just how they've shown it. It looks like, you know, Big Show's going to have like an arm hand injury. Yeah. And, you know, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like this whole Enzo More, this you know. You, you you wanna you know? He's just not. It's not the same shit. Him and Cass are, to me, they're one whole. Together, they're just fifty percent. Oh yeah. And, and you know, Vince man has this thing where he you know loves to, you know, rock with the big fellas. I get that. Um, But you're damaging, I think, those two because I think those two need each other, man. So um, maybe Enzo turns bad guy and and joins them again and they become bad guys. And, you know, like maybe you match them up again with the corny chick Carmella. You know, I know they was trying to, you know, make her a, a, a solo, you know, female uh, wrestler. But some people are just good together. Right. And, uh, you know, he, they might want to reconsider that. Might want to reconsider that.
0: Right. And, uh, and moving on, uh, n- another uh, match on the card is a bit of a grudge match between Randy Orton and Rusev. If uh this could be a really actually good match cuz you know Rusev, you know, is real is a good ring worker. He always has good matches. And if Randy Orton with Randy Orton these days, it's like sometimes you, you know, it's like sometimes he phones it in, sometimes he's really good. I think if, you know, if we can get a good match out of Randy Orton this time, this will actually be a good match. Yeah. He had a really good you know, uh, yeah, I- he had a really good uh, RKO on, out of nowhere the other depend, night.
1: So that was. It depends on. I'm looking at it like this. It depends on how much, you know, Randy smoked. You know, Randy be smoking. That's, that's what the rumor is out there. He'd be, you know, chiefing. So, oh. you know, if he chief like that, then <laughs> it depends on you know how he <laughs> comes into that match. He,
0: right. He did. I'm he did saying, have a it. really great RKO out out of nowhere on Tuesday. That was Tuesday. great. That was, that actually, was, that great. was actually that was actually a good one.
1: That look like that look like the videos and shit we we'll see with everybody uh making the collages together and <laughs> him, 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 him 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 giving that move to the Eiffel tower and shit like that
0: <laughs> right and um okay, in closing out the uh you know the uh two matches that we still haven't talked about yet a uh, couple of ones that are sort of near and dear to my uh to my interest at SummerSlam, we have the WWE Championship uh, with Jinder Mahal going against one of my favorites. The modern-day Maharaja. The modern-day Maharaja going against one of my favorites in the whole entire world, Shinsuke Nakamura. And I just hope that Shinsuke Nakamura leaves SummerSlam with the WWE Championship. I think that would be great.
1: I think it will be dope too, but I think it will be more effective that for him to win, for him to lose on controversy, yeah, and then come back on SmackDown Tuesday and win the world title. I would, I would, I would I think that. I would be
0: down with that, that also. Mean,
1: yeah, that, that, because I, I think they're gonna have one title, uh, one world title go over on SummerSlam. I don't think they're going to have both of them. I think the Universal title will probably, uh, you know, that probably will switch hands. I just got a feeling that that title is not going to split hands. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to happen. The SmackDown title is not going to happen at, SummerSlam, I think that's more possible to happen on the actual live show. That's just right. my opinion,
0: and that you know. that actually makes sense because they've been, you know, they've been having gender be the sort of swarmy champion that just squeaks out with these wins with the help of the Singh brothers, or even you know, even how he uh, defeated uh, Baron Corbin the other nights uh, during his cash in. He's always been that swarmy, the guy who barely just gets out of the uh, championship, and and at the mm-hmm. way they, and that same time, the way they've been building Nakamura is somebody who's, like, this rock star, but who also always sort of, like, defies all the obstacles. So that would actually make sense mm-hmm. if, if they went that route where he, uh, in some shape or form, controversy, whatever, probably, you know, dealing with the Singh brothers and everything, loses, loses the match at SummerSlam, but is able to, uh, like, overcome it on, uh, on SmackDown on Tuesday and win the belt. That would be super also. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! That would be that would be a, be a good and that good booking right there. See and that see and that's why we need to
1: work for the WWE. <laughs> so.
0: well, we see it. We see it. Right, right, right. Okay. and the final, the final, the final match I want to talk to you about is is our boy, the United States Champion AJ Styles, will be defending his uh, the U.S. title versus Kevin Owens. And Shane McMahon will be the special guest referee. Uh, Shane McMahon's been kind of getting in the mix uh, the past couple uh, weeks. Uh, Been uh, been taking some bumps, some fists, some kicks by the hands and feet Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens and uh, AJ Styles. So, you know, there'll there'll be some sort of uh, controversy probably during this match also. Uh, Somebody's going to get punched. Somebody's going to get kicked. Something's going to happen.
1: Oh, it It happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and like, I, I would definitely still would like to see uh, um, AJ Styles come out the champion at uh, SummerSlam. I just hope he retains.
1: Uh, he better retain. Um, yeah, he better. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, better. He better fucking retain, man. I, I don't want to, you know, get tired of this corny shit, man. It's all about um what's right and we don't have a lot of rights that's real and wrestling right now. But what we do have is AJ Styles. And you do right by AJ Styles, you know, uh you won't have these opinions, you know. You do right by AJ. I'm just saying you do right by fucking AJ. That's that's what you do. You do right by AJ Have Kevin Owens go, you know, uh, I don't know, fly it, fucking, you know, uh, a fucking whatever. Um, And you have AJ Styles continue on, and you have Nakamura win the world title, and they continue their paths. Yeah. WrestleMania next year will be perfect. Right. So, right. Leave as is, <laughs> let nature take its course. You have the US champion or even if AJ drops the US championship a week before WrestleMania, it doesn't matter. Let's just see those two at WrestleMania next year. That, we for us that know, we know that's the plan. Right. Continue on with the plan WWE. Yeah, continue it, on with that plan and even AJ Styles says
0: that he wants to go against Shinsuke Nakamura at uh at Wrestlemania it
1: like, only makes sense
0: it only it's, it's what we it's what we all want to see we want to see that match on the on the grandest stage of them all like the we, grandest we, we, we already saw this match in the grandest stage of them all in Japan so let's see it at the grandest stage of them all here in the WWE it's it's only right. So,
1: totally agree.
0: It's only right. Totally
1: only right. agree. I'm I'm with that.
0: So, that's uh that's everything having to do with SummerSlam should be a fun weekend. v styles where can the uh, where can people check you out online?
1: Uh, yeah, you can reach you Mad v styles at uh, Facebook.com forward slash official v styles official common spelling v styles V-S-T-Y-L-E-Z. You can reach me at Twitter at twitter.com forward slash V-Styles, V-S-T-Y-L-E-Z. Same thing with Instagram, instagram.com forward slash V-S-T-Y-L-E-Z. Hit your man up. You know, stay positive. I'll stay positive. And we can rock on. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Goodbye
0: and good night.
1: Fresh,
0: is the word.